0: So that amazing song you just heard was by Frankie De Carlo's it's entitled My Queen and he is here on the podcast today. So we just got information from Brandon about reality television. So now we will get some information about people who may be interested in breaking into the music industry. So Frankie, welcome to the show.
1: Michael Williams, how are you, man?
0: Doing well and you?
1: I'm good, Mike, Big Mike.
0: <laughs> yes, sir. It's a pleasure to speak with you. And thank you so much for, uh, for doing this podcast with me today. Most
1: definitely, man. How's your family? How's your mother?
0: Everybody in my family is doing well. Like, just staying clear, staying inside. And there's so much going on in the world right now. How's your family doing?
1: Everybody's good, man. You're right. We're living in a time that is Interesting. However, God has us covered, man. Uh, We're the people who are made in the image of God, so we we shall survive as we always do.
0: We will. We always seem to uh, be able to make a way like when there is no way, so got to be resourceful.
1: Indeed, indeed. I didn't catch the song, man. I came in, uh, you were saying that uh, you played a song.
0: Yes, we played uh your song My Queen, I believe. When did it come out in 2013, I believe? Two
1: thousand thirteen. That was my
0: last album. What hmm. was the name of that album? Say again. Uh what was the name of the album? It was called
1: Nine, the number nine.
0: Okay. Yeah, it was I love that song. It's one of my personal favorites. So it'll be on heavy rotation now. Like I usually listen to the same music. So it's on my list of the things I normally listen to now. So I love that song. It has a good meaning.
1: Good, man. I wrote that for my mother at the time. Uh, She's my queen. I'm I'm sure your mother is your queen, right? Yes. uh, Yeah. Other listeners out there that have, you know, especially a black mother. Oh, yes. um, You know, I always say that when I pass away and I meet my creator, the first thing that I want to tell God is thank you for letting me be born to a black woman.
0: Oh yes, absolutely.
1: It's kind of kind of deep, huh?
0: Definitely. <laughs> it's true though. It's true. Yeah. Yeah,
1: most definitely.
0: So I guess my uh first question to you today would be how long can you give us a little bit of information on your background in music like how what age did you start off and uh like how you were able to be successful in the entertainment industry?
1: I was always around um, musicians. Like my uncles, they were musicians. My One of my uncles, he played bass guitar. So he was in like a, a 70s band back in the day. Like they would be playing um, uh, the Commodores and Earth, Wind and & Fire and the Jackson 5, that type music. So when I was a little boy, I would always listen to that type of sound, the Motown sound. And um, I was familiar with uh, Michael Jackson and Steven Wonder and Marvin Gaye through my uncles. So um, I learned to play piano um, at a very young age, uh, around the age of nine. I started playing and singing and playing in church. I was hired, actually, to play for a church at a very, very young age. And uh, from there, I recorded my first album with my father we had a singing group i was 19 and uh we recorded a couple of albums doing gospel music and uh from there i went uh, about 10 years later after 19 um i recorded uh, my first r&b album and um that was a success in japan it was uh like number one on a chart in Japan. It was called Human Man. And uh, it's very soulful and God blessed me to be able to uh, record that album in a closet in my home. And uh, I didn't know that it would take off like that in other countries, but it did. And uh, at that time, there were some people in the academy, you know, the people that vote for the Grammys um, that uh, took that album and they introduced it to the Academy. Didn't get a Grammy nomination, but uh, it was most definitely on what they call the entry list to the Grammys. And I was shocked, man, because I you know, I was just doing something I love. And and that album um, it made a mark on my life and the lives of other people. I, I would get mail from Japan and Man, it was it was wonderful. I had fans in Germany and Britain. It was awesome.
0: Yeah, sometimes I know it's nice to get the award, but sometimes it's nice to even be in the building because to me, I feel like that at least you're, it just speaks volumes like you're at least building and going in the right direction. So, and for for the album to be that big in Japan, you are already just gaining a lot of momentum and and just doing big things.
1: Yeah, man, it only started with a dream. People, Young people walk up to me and ask me, how can I do this? Um, you know, you have to write the vision. That, that scripture that says it, it, it's for real. I know a lot of people speak it uh, and they quote it, but it's for real, man. You write your vision and you make it plain. In fact, uh, where are you now, Mike? you you in your home? I am. Right now? All right, your home. Um, before it was a home, before it had a foundation, it was somebody's vision. You know, we write the vision, we make it plain. Um, The universe is powerful, man. When we connect with the universe, our minds, when we clear our minds from all this foolishness that's going on around us, we clear our minds and we write down what we want to be, how we want it to be done, it can come to pass, man. We have... God gave us power, man. He gave us power in our minds to to be able to do that. You know, you can you can be what you want to be. You can, you know, whatever you want to be in life, whatever you want to accomplish in life that can be done. And, and, it, and it doesn't always take money. You know, you, we need money to make things happen. But sometimes it takes that willpower, you know, just networking, just, just because you have it in your head. You know, work for what you want. Go out and get it and just get it done. It, it can be done. You don't have to have sex to do it. You know, I've seen all that. You know, I've been uh, around uh, industry. <laughs> uh, how can I say? Um, the people that make things happen, you know? But um, you don't have to do all that to, to, to be a success. You don't have to do all that. Um, your, your mind and in, in your 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 connection to the universe, your your connection to your creator, God. Um, you know, anything can happen, man. And, and it's true. And that's how I did it. Um I had a dream. I wrote it down. I wrote down what I wanted to have done before I was 30, what I wanted to have done before I was 31, 32, and it all came to pass, man.
0: So uh what qualities do you think a person must have to be successful in today's entertainment industry, like in the music?
1: You have to know yourself. You, you have to know yourself. You know, you have to be true to yourself. Don't sell out. You know, you don't have to sell your soul. You know, a lot of people um, wonder how certain people make it. You know, some certain people make it because of different reasons. But if you want to make it in the music industry, first be true to yourself. Be true to your music. Don't sell out. Don't be or try to be something that you're not. Um, when I was first in the industry, I, um, uh, I, I made that first album. Like I told it's called Human Man. That was my first album, Human Man. It's a very soulful album. Um, earlier in this conversation, you asked me about how did like, I get started? And I told you about my uncles, right? Um, the music that I grew up on is very soulful. So I put my soul in that first album, it soul music, and it was accepted by, people, you know, all over the globe, but uh, when I made my other albums, I strayed away from the ingredients that made me, me, (laughs) and when you stray away from certain things like that, you, you know, the people that love you, your fan base, you have to be very careful because they like you for you, and um, I tried to, because of the success of my first album, I tried to, you know, go more r&b pop or pop and it was totally not me you know it's just totally not me i made some good music but um nothing that i've done will outdo that first album because it was totally um um totally me from from god frankie de carlos you know and um you know you learn just be true to yourself I, i say that be true to yourself stay with your ingredients um be organized uh you know, you don't have to have a college degree, but please read up on uh, things like contracts and just kind of be aware of what's going on in the industry. You know, there are books out there that you can read. Uh, there, there are things that you can Google for free online, um, but just be true to yourself.
0: OK, great advice. Just be true to yourself. So you said um you had a successful album, and then you tried to, I guess, maybe switch it up a little bit and kind of stray yeah. away from your origins.
1: Yeah, yeah. I had people in my ear, you know. I, I had um, producers in my ear, um, you know, try this hip-hop pop thing or just try to sing pop like a pop singer. And I tried to do that to to widen my audience, but uh, it was a total failure. Never do that. Never never do that. Never change who you are. You know, whatever ingredient you have, uh like Mike Jackson when he made thriller, you know, that that was it. That was it. That was Mike, that was it. And um, you know, the albums that come out, it's on. everybody only gets one thriller. <laughs> you only get one thriller, and we try to chase um other albums thinking it would be another thriller, but you only get one. So human man was my one thriller. And, um, you know, I, I should have, uh, stuck with those elements, um, which I I did. I tried to go back to it, you know, later, like the album, the My queen song that you played, um, nine kind of has a little soul in it, but, uh, if I made another album, I would most definitely go back to my roots.
0: And then I could see how you would kind of listen to the uh, producers because you're probably kind of new in the industry at that point. And then you think they they know what works and they know what sells. So I can definitely understand why you uh, chose to follow their lead, too. So I guess they kind of led you astray almost. So go with the general messages, like just stick to your recipe and just fight for whatever you think is best for your own career
1: hey man listen frankie de carlos is not a chris brown okay i'm i I, the 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 singing is the the style of music is different everybody has a lane so frankie carlos should stay in his lane chris brown has a lane you know what i'm saying so everybody has a lane you know and you stick with your lane and uh you know, you'll be successful in your lane. I had to learn that. But I was uh, uh I not I don't wanna say young in the industry because I had been in the industry um for quite some time, but I, I was young on the secular side of the industry. So um there were some songs that I recorded that uh I was even when I was recording them I was like, Ugh <laughs> you know, I don't think I wanna sing this. But uh like you said, producers, um, you know, they have influence and, you know, you, you have to do what they say do, you know? If they're producing, and you're singing that stuff.
0: So is a huge social media influence required now to make it in today's music industry?
1: A massive social media platform is required. Record labels are not gonna even sign you if you don't have a, you know, certain following and and that is what it is. You know, it's not like the old days, like before we were around like in Motown and um, Capitol Records and, you know, Atlantic, all of the big record labels, Universal. It wasn't like then when they would, um, you know, groom artists. Now they want you to already be groomed. You have to have like, you know, with the majors, they want you to have like millions of followers coming in the door.
0: Oh, wow. Okay, So follow. So listeners get those followers up and and go from there, like just become popular. And that's one one part of the recipe.
1: But but let me let me encourage the listeners that want to get involved in the industry. Um, If I were you, I would do like I did, man. I would get a microphone save up some money. You, I mean, you can buy a nice microphone for a hundred dollars nowadays, save up some money, man. And I would encourage you to, um, get the Pro Tools program, you know, get, get you a nice laptop, uh, preferably a Mac. If you can save to get a Mac that is, uh, uh, will allow you to run Pro Tools, get you a mic and, um, you know, uh, you can find tracks nowadays. You can rent tracks online, or, or, or find you a producer with a track. And um, man, these systems are so user friendly now. You can, you know, you can record yourself, record yourself, and and make your own music, and uh, go to these platforms that will release your music uh, commercially. It's it's like a lot of platforms that would do that. Um, and you can have commercial music released with, with barcodes and um, you can sell your music. You know, I, I suggest that you save up, you know, you save up and, and do it yourselves, man. Don't wait around for a label. Um, in fact, um, I'm, I just believe that if you want to make something happen, you be the boss. You know, start your own company, start your own record label.
0: So is that a requirement um, for your label as well, to, for uh, somebody you signed to have a, a huge social media following?
1: No, I'm, I, I move on emotions and feeling. Um, if, if I feel like you're a great singer and um, you have it, um, I'm more of a mentor. So um, I, I mentor artists and musicians and producers how to take their brand to another level. So if I believe in you, man, I'm I'm like old school when it comes to that. You know, I, I've helped mentor a lot of artists and help, um, you know, because this music industry thing, man, you, you would get taken advantage of a lot. So I try to show people the way um, because what is for you is, is for you. So I've never been the type of person uh, to try to hold back information. Whatever I know, I would tell you. You know, okay. and, and most in the industry is not; they, they're really not like that. But uh, like, there are no secrets when it comes to industry uh, business. To me, you know, if I know it, I'm going to tell you.
0: And my final question uh, for you today would be: How do you even get the opportunity to rub elbows with those very important people at the top?
1: Uh. <laughs> Let, let me tell you a, a funny story first of all you, you just have to be at the right place at the right time and you have to want to be listen man let me, let me I'm gonna tell you this I'm, I'm just gonna be honest if you don't even know like I've been in a room with billionaires like millionaires and um, I remember early on in my career when I didn't have credentials and I was just the artist kind of you know in college trying to do my thing and trying to get out there in the music industry. I would hear about events. And you know what I would do? I would put on a suit, brother. And I would look like I'm a music industry executive. And um, I would just walk into places that I didn't even have credentials to be in. You know, I've met so many. I remember when I was a teenager, I used to do that. I've met so many um, artists like that, like legends like that. You know, just by.
0: Can you name some people? Like, who did you way, meet way way uh, back doing in the that? day?
1: Um, people that your your audience. What's your uh, age group that's listening to us now? Um. Uh, okay. Up to so I believe like thirty six. They probably want to get excited. Like I would. I was just like this one person I met. I just almost just I couldn't even talk when I met him because I was just like in shock. Smokey Robinson. And because um, I was in shock is because I'm a student of Marvin Gaye. And some of you all may know, you know, about those old names, but these are like pioneers who help music be what it is today. Like Smokey Robinson wrote just about every hit, you know, Motown hit, lots of Motown hits that that our parents know. Um, He wrote so many songs for so many people. So Marvin Gaye was a good friend of Smokey. I'm I'm like a fan out of this world of Marvin Gaye. So by Smokey and Marvin kind of being like brothers, Marvin passed in 84. So when I met Smokey, I couldn't even talk because I wanted to ask him so many questions about Marvin Gaye, you know? And I was just standing there like in shock. He was like the, one of the first major artists that I met. And he's just looking at me like, it's okay. <laughs> he's like, it's, amazing. it's cool, man. It's cool. It's cool, man. It's cool. Um, like him, uh, it's, <laughs> it's a lot of artists that I met, man. Um, so many um, that I'm like really in love with. I met a lot of young artists too, but I wasn't like, you know, going crazy over them. Um, but it was the older ones that I was like, you know, because I respect that music. Like Ron Osley, he's one of the nicest celebrities that I've ever met. The Osley brothers, um, um him, man, right? I, just all those old cats that our parents, um, Al Green. I even played for him once at his church, like Al Green. Um, I was on the organ.
0: Oh I actually met him in, uh I met him myself in Memphis, yeah, Tennessee, yeah. somewhere I was working at. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, and younger
1: nice. people too, you know, I've I've met a lot of younger people too, but it was just like cool just kinda, you know, in passing, maybe at an award show, um, stuff like that, or just at a party. Um, it's, it's like Tyrese, Jamie Fox, um, it's a lot of people, man. I've rubbed el- elbows with um yeah. Yeah, man, it's just about being in room. But I was going to tell you a story. Um, when I was 19, um, I happened to be in Nashville and I heard that Stevie Wonder, and I was in college at the time, and I heard Stevie Wonder was having a concert. And uh, I think I was with my fraternity brothers. We were having like a convention in Nashville or something like that. So I went to the show. I didn't have a ticket. I went to the Stevie Wonder show that was my first time seeing him live. It was a wonderful spiritual um experience. Stevie's very spiritual in his concerts and afterwards I went backstage with Stevie and his crew. Um I had no credentials to do that, but I looked like I belonged. That's why I said, you know, always be confident in yourself, um look like you belong and uh yeah man, it was wonderful. I met a lot of people that night, you know at the time, Kenny Lattimore, he had a big hit at that time back back then um he was there, and just a lot of people were back there in the in the back, just chilling. I was back there chilling right at Stevie's table, you know, just
0: chilling <laughs> yeah, oh wow. Thank you so much for uh, speaking to me today, Mr. DeCarlos. It was such a pleasure.
1: You're welcome, man. Um, Anytime. I I thank you for having me. Um, You be encouraged and to all of your listeners be encouraged. We're we're living in a time now, man, where um, the skin has been pulled off of the, the flesh of America. And we're living in this 2020 uprising and, um, If anybody asks me, what what am I about today, you know, besides music? Like, what am I about my daily life? I'm about the freedom and liberation of black people. I love people, black people, man. And in fact, I love black so much that uh, my cars are black. The restaurants I eat at are black. My home was designed by uh, a black engineer. (laughs) You know, the bank that my money in is a black bank in Atlanta. Yeah, so uh, I love my people, love all people, but um, I, I love my people, and I, I, uh, I understand the fight and the plight of our race, and hopefully, you know, the world is listening and will respect us and respect our lives uh, from now on.
0: Yes, thank you so much, and definitely words of wisdom. It's nothing wrong with putting our own people first, because if you look around, everybody else does that. So definitely That's nothing right. wrong with putting ourselves first.
1: That's
0: right. All right, Mr. Car- Carlos, thank you so much for calling be in best, today. Man. I you really, really appreciate doing, you. Man.
1: And keep helping people, man. Take
0: thank you easy. so much. you too so that amazing song you just heard was by Frankie De Carlo's it's entitled My Queen and he is here on the podcast today so we just got information from Brandon about reality television so now we will get some information about people who may be interested in breaking into the music industry so Frankie Welcome to the show.
1: Michael Williams, how are you, man?
0: Doing well, and you?
1: I'm good, Mike, Big Mike.
0: <laughs> yes, sir, it's a pleasure to speak with you, and thank you so much for uh, for doing this podcast with me today.
1: Most definitely, man. How's your family? How's your mother?
0: Everybody in my family is doing well, like just staying clear, staying inside, and there's so much going on in the world right now. How's your family doing?
1: everybody's good man you're right we're living in a time that is interesting however god has us covered man uh we're the people who are made in the Im- image of god so we we shall survive as we always do
0: we will we always seem to uh be able to make a way like when there is no way so gotta be resourceful
1: indeed indeed I didn't catch the song, man. I came in. uh, You were saying that uh, you played a song?
0: Yes, we played uh, your song, My Queen, I believe. When did it come out in 2013, I believe?
1: 2013. That was my last album.
0: What Um, was the name of that album? Say again? Uh, What was the name of the album?
1: It was called Nine, the number
0: nine. Okay. Yeah, it was. I love that song. It's one of my personal favorites, so it'll be on heavy rotation now. Like, I usually listen to the same music, so it's on my list of the things I normally listen to now. So I love that song. It has a good meaning.
1: Good, man. I wrote that for my mother at the time. Uh, yeah, she's our, my queen. I'm, I'm sure your mother is your queen, right? And, yes. Uh, yeah. Other listeners out there that have, you know, especially a black mother. Oh, yes. Um, you know, I always say that when I pass away and I meet my creator, the first thing that I want to tell God is thank you for letting me be born to a black woman.
0: Oh, yes, absolutely. It's
1: kind of kind of deeper. Huh?
0: Definitely. <laughs> it's true, though. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. So I guess my uh, first question to you today would be, how long, can you give us a little bit of information on your background in music? Like how, what age did you start off and uh, like how you were able to be successful in the entertainment industry?
1: I was always around um, musicians. Like my uncles, they were musicians. My, one of my uncles, he played bass guitar. So he was in like a a 70s band back in the day. Like they would be playing um uh, the Commodores and Earth, Wind and & Fire and the Jackson 5, that type music. So when I was a little boy, I would always listen to that type of sound, the Motown sound. And um, I was familiar with uh, Michael Jackson and Stephen Wonder and Marvin Gaye through my uncles. So um, I learned to play piano um, at a very young age, uh, around the age of nine. I started playing and singing and playing in church. I was hired actually to play for a church at a very, very young age. And, uh, from there, I recorded my first, um, album with my father. We had a singing group. I was 19 and, uh, we recorded a couple of albums doing gospel music. And, uh, from there I went uh, about 10 years later after 19, um, I recorded uh, my first R&B album. And uh, that was a success in Japan. It was uh, like number one on a chart in Japan. It was called Human Man. And uh, it's very soulful. And God blessed me to be able to uh, record that album in a closet in my home. And uh, I didn't know that it would take off like that in other countries, but it did. And uh, at that time, there were some people in the academy, you know, the people that vote for the Grammys, um, that uh, took that album and they introduced it to the academy. Didn't get a Grammy nomination, but uh, it was most definitely on what they call the entry list to the Grammys. And I was shocked, man, because I, you know, I was just doing something I love. And and that album, um, it made a mark on my life and the lives of other people. I I would get mail from Japan and, man, it it was wonderful. I had fans in Germany and Britain. It was awesome.
0: Yeah, sometimes I know it's nice to get the award, but sometimes it's nice to even be in the building because to me, I feel like that at least you're, it just speaks volumes. Like you're at least building and going in the right direction. So, and for for the album to be that big in Japan, you are already just gaining a lot of momentum and and just doing big things.
1: Yeah, man. It only started with a dream. People, young people, walk up to me and ask me, "How can I do this?" Um, you know, you have to write the vision. That, that scripture that says it, it, it's for real. I know a lot of people speak it. Uh, And they quote it, but it's surreal, man. You write your vision and you make it plain. In fact, uh, where are you now, Mike? You you in your home? I am. All right. Your home, um, before it was a home, before it had a foundation, it was somebody's vision. You know, we write the vision, we make it plain. Um, The universe is powerful, man. When we connect. With the universe, our minds, when we clear our minds from all this foolishness that's going on around us, we clear our minds and we write down what we want to be, how we want it to be done, it can come to pass, man. We have God gave us power, man. He gave us power in our minds to to be able to do that. You know, you can you can be what you want to be. You can, you know, whatever you want to be in life, whatever you want to accomplish in life, that can be done. And, And it and it doesn't always take money. You know, you we need money to make things happen, but sometimes it takes that willpower, you know, just networking, just, just because you have it in your head, you know, work for what you want, go out and get it and just get it done. It, it can be done. You don't have to have sex to do it. You know, I've seen all that, you know, I've been uh, around uh, industry, <laughs> uh, how can I say, um, the people that make things happen, you know? but um you don't have to do all that to 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 be a success you don't have to do all that um your your mind and and your 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 connection to the universe your your connection to your creator god um you know anything can happen man And, and it's true and that's how i did it um i had a dream i wrote it down i wrote down what i wanted to have done before i was 30 what i wanted to have done before i was 31 32 and it all came to pass, man.
0: So uh, what qualities do you think a person must have to be successful in today's entertainment industry, like in the music?
1: You have to know yourself. You, you have to know yourself. You know, you have to be true to yourself. Don't sell out. You know, you don't have to sell your soul. You know, a lot of people um, wonder how certain people make it you know some certain people make it because of different reasons but if you want to make it in the music industry first be true to yourself be true to your music don't sell out don't be or try to be something that you're not um when i was first in the industry i uh, i i made that first album like i told it's called human man that's my first album human man it's a very soulful album um, earlier in this conversation, you asked me about how I like, get started, and I told you about my uncles, right? Um, the music that I grew up on is very soulful. So I put my soul in that first album, soul music, and it was accepted by people you know, all over the globe. But uh, when I made my other albums, I strayed away from the ingredients that made me, me. <laughs> And when you stray away for, from certain things like that, you you know, the people that love you, your fan base, you have to be very careful because they like you for you. And um I tried to, because of the success of my first album, I tried to, you know, go more R and B pop or pop. And it was totally not me, you know, it's just totally not me. I made some good music, but um nothing that I've done will outdo that first album because it was totally, um, um, totally me from from God, Frankie de Carlos, you know, and um, you know, you learn, just be true to yourself. I, I say that, be true to yourself, stay with your ingredients, um, be organized, uh, you know, you don't have to have a college degree, but please read up on Uh, things like contracts and just kind of be aware of what's going on in the industry. You know, there are books out there that you can read. Uh, There there are things that you can Google for free online, Um, but just be true to yourself.
0: Okay. Great advice. Just be true to yourself. So you said um, you had a successful album and then you tried to, I guess maybe switch it up a little bit. And kinda of stray away yeah. from your origins.
1: Yeah, yeah. I had people in my ear, you know, I, I had um producers in my ear. Um with, you know, try this hip hop pop thing or just try to sing pop like a pop singer. And I tried to do that to, to widen my audience, but uh it was a total failure. Never do that. Never never do that. Never change who you are. You know, whatever ingredient you have, uh like Mike Jackson, when he made Thriller, you know, that, that was it. That was it. That was Mike. That was it. And, um, you know, the albums that come out, it's on. everybody only gets one Thriller. <laughs> you only get one Thriller and we try to chase, um, other albums thinking it would be another Thriller, but you only get one. So Human Man was my one Thriller and, um, you know, I I should have uh stuck with those elements. Um, which I, I did. I tried to go back to it, you know, later, like the album, the My Queen song that you played. Um nine kinda has a, a little soul in it. But uh if I made another album, I would most definitely go back to my roots.
0: And then I can see how you would kind of listen to the uh, producers because you're probably kind of new in the industry at that point. And then you think they they know what works and they know what sells. So I can definitely understand why you uh, chose to follow their lead, too. So I guess they kind of led you astray almost. So go with the general messages, like just stick to your recipe and just fight for whatever you think is best for your own career.
1: Hey, man, listen. Frankie Carlos is not a Chris Brown. Okay. I, 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 the, the, the singing is the, the style of music is different. Everybody has a lane. So Frankie DeCarlos should stay in his lane. Chris Brown has a lane. You know what I'm saying? So
0: exactly. everybody has a lane,
1: you know, and you stick with your lane and, uh, you know, you'll be successful in your lane. I had to learn that, but I was, uh, uh i don't i don't want to say young in the industry because i had been in the industry um for quite some time but I, I was young on the secular side of the industry so um there were some songs that i recorded that uh i was even when i was recording them i was like <laughs> you no know, i don't think i want to sing this but uh like you said producers um you know they have influence and you know you have to do what they say do you know if they're producing you're singing that stuff
0: so is a huge social media influence required now to make it in today's music industry
1: a massive so- social media platform is required record labels are not going to even sign you if you don't have a you know certain following and, and that is what it is you know it's not like the old days like before we were around, like in Motown and um, Capitol Records and you know Atlantic, all of the big record labels, Universal. It wasn't like then when they would, um, you know, groom artists. Now they want you to already be groomed. You have to have like you know, with the majors, they want you to have like millions of followers coming in the door.
0: Oh wow! Okay, so follow so listeners get those followers up and and go from there, like just become popular. And that's one but, one part of the recipe.
1: But but let me let me encourage the listeners that want to get involved in the industry. Um if I were you I would do like I did, man. I would get a microphone, save up some money. You I mean you can buy a nice microphone for a hundred dollars nowadays. Save up some money, man, and I would encourage you to um, get the Pro Tools program. You know, get get you a nice laptop, uh, preferably a Mac, if you can save to get a Mac that is uh, uh, will allow you to run Pro Tools. Get you a mic, and um, you know, uh, you can find tracks nowadays. You can rent tracks online, or or, or find you a producer with a track and. Um man, these systems are so user-friendly. Now you can, you know, you can record yourself. Record yourself and, and make your own music and uh go to these platforms that will release your music uh, commercially. It's it's like a lot of platforms that would do that. Um and you can have commercial music released with, with barcodes and um you can sell your music, you know. I, I suggest that you save up. You know, you save up and and do it yourselves, man. Don't wait around for a label. Um, in fact, um, I'm I just believe that if you want to make something happen, you be the boss. You know, start your own company, start your own record label.
0: So, is that you a know? requirement um, for your label as well to for uh, somebody you sign to have a, a huge social media following?
1: No, I'm um, I I move on emotions and feeling. Um, if, if I feel like you're a great singer and, um, you have it, um, I'm more of a mentor. So, um, I, I mentor artists and musicians and producers how to take their brand to another level. So if I believe in you, man, I'm, I'm like old school when it comes to that, you know, I, I've helped mentor a lot of artists and help, um, you know, because this music industry thing, man, you, you would get taken advantage of a lot. So I try to show people the way, um, because what is for you is, is for you. So I've never been the type of person, uh, to try to hold back information, whatever I know, I will tell you, you know, oh, yeah. and, and most in the industry is not, they're, they're really not like that. But, uh, like there are no secrets when it comes to industry, uh business to me. You know, if I know it, I'm going to tell you.
0: And my final question uh, for you today would be, how do you even get the opportunity to rub elbows with those very important people at the top? Uh,
1: (laughs) Let let me tell you a a funny story. First of all, you you just have to be at the right place at the right time and you have to want to be, listen, man, let me, me, I'm going to tell you this. I'm I'm just going to be honest. If you don't even know, like I've been in a room with billionaires, like millionaires. And um, I remember early on in my career when I didn't have credentials and I was just an artist kind of, you know, in college trying to do my thing and trying to get out there in the music industry. I would hear about events. And you know what I would do? I would put on a suit, brother. And I would look like I'm a music industry executive. And um, I would just walk into places that I didn't even have credentials to be in. You know, I've met so many. I remember when I was a teenager, I used to do that. I've met so many um, artists like that, like legends like that, you know, just by.
0: Can you name some people? Like, who did you way, meet? Way, way, uh, the day. Um,
1: people that your, your audience, what's your uh, age group that's listening to us now? Uh, okay. Up to, so I believe like 36. They probably won't get excited. Like I would, I was just like, this one person I met, I just, almost just, I couldn't even talk when I met him because I was just like in shock, Smokey Robinson. And because, um, I was in shock is because I'm a student of Marvin Gaye. And some of you all may know, you know, about those old names, but these are like pioneers who helped music be what it is today. Like Smokey Robinson wrote just about every hit, you know, Motown hit, lots of Motown hits that that our parents know. Um, He wrote so many songs for so many people. So Marvin Gaye was a good friend of Smokey. I'm I'm like a fan out of this world of Marvin Gaye. So by Smokey and Marvin kind of being like brothers, Marvin passed in 84. So when I met Smokey, I couldn't even talk because I wanted to ask him so many questions about Marvin Gaye, you know? And I was just standing there like in shock. He was like the, one of the first major artists that I met. And he's just, just looking at me like, it's okay. <laughs> he's like, it's cool, man, it's cool, it's cool, man, it's cool. Um, like Him, uh, it's, <laughs> it's a lot of artists that I met, man. Um, so many. Um, that I'm like really in love with. I met a lot of young artists too, but I wasn't like you know going crazy over them. Um, but it was the older ones that I was like you know because I respect their music. Like Ron Osley, he's one of the nicest celebrities that I've ever met. The Osley Brothers, um, um him, man, right? I, just all those old cats that our parents, um, Al Green. I even played. For him once at his church, like Al Green, um, I was on the organ.
0: Oh, I actually met him. In, uh, I met him myself in Memphis, yeah, Tennessee, yeah. somewhere I was working at. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, the younger amazing.
1: people too. You know, I've I've met a lot of younger people too. But it was just like cool, just kind of, you know, in passing, maybe at an award show, um, stuff like that, or just at a party. Um, it's like Tyrese Jamie Foxx um it's a lot of people man I've rubbed elbows with um yeah yeah man it's just about being in room but I was going to tell you a story um when I was 19 um I happened to be in Nashville and I heard that Stevie Wonder and I was in college at the time I heard Stevie Wonder was having a concert and uh I think I was with my fraternity brothers. We were having like a convention in Nashville or something like that. So I went to the show. I didn't have a ticket. I went to the Stevie Wonder show. That was my first time seeing him live. It was a wonderful spiritual um, experience. Stevie's very spiritual in his concerts. And afterwards, I went backstage with Stevie and his crew. Um, I had no credentials to do that but I look like I belong. That's why I said, you know, always be confident in yourself, um, look like you belong. And uh, yeah, man, it was wonderful. I met a lot of people that night, you know, at the time, Kenny Lattimore, he had a big hit at that time, back back then, um, he was there. And just a lot of people were back there in the, in the back, just chilling, I was back there chilling right at Stevie's table, you know, just chilling.
0: <laughs> yeah oh wow thank you so much for uh, speaking to me today Mr. DeCarlos it was such a pleasure
1: you're welcome man um, anytime I, I thank you for having me um, you be encouraged and to all of your listeners be encouraged we're, we're living in a time now man where um, the skin has been pulled off of the the flesh of America and we're living in this 2020 uprising, and um, if anybody asks me, what what am I about today? You know, besides music, like what am I about in my daily life? I'm about the freedom and liberation of Black people. I love people, Black people, man. And in, in fact, I love black so much that uh, my cars are black, the restaurants I eat at are black. My home was designed by uh, a black engineer. <laughs> You know, the bank that my money in is a black bank in Atlanta. Yeah, so uh I love my people, love all people, but um I, I love my people and I I uh I understand the fight and the plight of our race and hopefully you know the world is listening and will respect us and respect our lives uh from now on.
0: Yes, thank you so much, and definitely words of wisdom. There's nothing wrong with putting our own people first, because if you look around, everybody else does that, so definitely That's nothing right. wrong with putting ourselves first. That's right. All right, Mr. Car- Carlos, thank you so much for calling be in best, today. Man. I you really, really appreciate doing, you. Man.
1: And keep helping people, man. Take thank you
0: easy. so much. You too.